Hi, listeners. Just a quick note before we begin the episode, you'll probably hear some background noise, a bit of clicking in this episode. We had some audio issues that I'm not sure where they came from, but we wanted to release this episode anyway because we loved the content and the interview. So please bear with us and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello and welcome back everyone. This is Sarah. And this is Katie and we're so happy you're here and we're happy to be back on the show. I'm so happy for some reason. <laughs> what's, what's with this? <laughs> so happy. You're touched by the spirit right now. Oh no, Bart. No. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, I really quickly... I want to just give a fast shout out to our newest patron, Jade. Hi, Jade. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Patreon. Hello, <laughs> um, yeah, we have a lot of fun over on Patreon. If you want to check out the extra content, just go over there to patreon.com slash not so Molly Mormon. It's some good stuff. As I mentioned last week, too, Katie has been posting a lot of stuff that it's it's new for me, you guys. Like, it's like. I'm enjoying Patreon content as well because she's been busy recording a lot of stuff or posting things. And I'm like, what's this email? Why are, why are people sending us so many <laughs> messages? What's this about? And then, yeah, it's a nice little surprise for me too. So go, go check it all out. The best community ever. The, the coolest people. And speaking of which, we have someone on the show today that is a member of our Patreon in outer darkness with us. <laughs> and that is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so good. Thank you for being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. You know what's crazy is I had a roommate named Jade in Provo, and I'm like, oh my God. What? <laughs> what a weird coincidence that it was like, yeah, that's not a super common name, but... um. <laughs> so we're lucky enough to have um, um, Amanda on and she's going to tell us her Mormon story. She told me just like the teensiest bit of it on Patreon and messaging and I can't wait to hear more. So, <laughs> so excited. Also, this is actually have, like a random person named Philip joining because we actually <laughs> got him the wrong person. So if he pops up, that's our other special guest on the show today. It's, it's meant to be. It's missionary work. It's missionary work. We're doing Satan's work out here. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually more like not because I have my whole other Mormon story because I'm married a Mormon. But this is actually a story of like sort of how uh, it's my origin story, I guess I should say. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so my mom married, uh, no, I shouldn't say married because she didn't marry him, but my mom had three kids with a crazy person. So here's where I'll start is my mom, uh, we'll call her Nancy. She meets this guy named Jim and, um, this is back East and, um, she's his secretary and she's pregnant and married and he's married, um, and Mormon and his wife is pregnant with their eighth child. <laughs> Eight yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, well, she's just she's just being a good she's just being a good Mormon lady. Yeah, Gigi. We'll call her Gigi. Okay. And so my mom is uh, Jim's secretary, 
And um, Jim and Gigi actually got pregnant as teens when they were like 15 and 16 in the South. Um, and they were converted to Mormonism actually through missionaries pretty, pretty young. Oh. Um, and of course, as good Southerners, their families were like appalled <laughs> that they became Mormons, probably more appalled that they became Mormons than that they got pregnant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Jim was super, like, charismatic and very handsome and a football player and probably never faithful to Gigi. (laughs) Um, Oh. Pretty sad. Um, So in 1978, my mom, so like I said, my mom's pregnant, but they start an affair anyway. So she's super pregnant and his wife's pregnant, but um, they start an affair anyway. So, this is like um, already something out of a out of like a TV series. I'm like, wait, so she's she's pregnant and his secretary, and then they start having an affair, and his wife's pregnant. Oh my god, it's so messy, and I love it. <laughs> oh god, it gets like so much messier. <laughs> so uh, Nancy, my mom gives birth just a few weeks before Gigi, and um, so that's. Um, Nancy's number no I'm sorry that's Gigi's number eight and my mom's number one with her husband and she, by the way my mom is married to a JW <laughs> oh Dennis. wow oh and wow <laughs> he, he didn't want to have a baby in the first place because he was like no the rapture's coming we can't have bring a baby into what? the world oh my god so my mom my mom being the trickster she is like kind of like goes off the pill and tricks him and she gets pregnant whatever so (laughs) my word wow I know so um after that Gigi gets pregnant again with child number nine this is Jim's wife gets pregnant again and then my mom gets pregnant (laughs) with Jim's child a few months later okay secret right I'm assuming apparently yeah uh, and okay. that child is that child is me. <laughs> oh. So oh, I wow. will become my mom's number two and um, Jim's number 10. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. You know, so this is about 1979 because I'm kind of getting old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they're having this affair and um, apparently... Gigi doesn't know about it. My mom, of course, knows he's pregnant, but she always says things like, well, I thought he was leaving. I mean, you know, classic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I'm like, really? Did you know? Really? Um, Anyway, but she, her and her husband get divorced, my mom and her first husband, because he's like, that's not my baby. (laughs) (laughs) That does not look like me. (laughs) She hadn't even had me yet, but she was just like, I can't stay with him. He's just one of those really way too nice JW guys. And so my mom, um, so um, Gigi, uh, Jim's wife, has um, number nine in May, and my mom has me in October. So this is my my sister. This (laughs) is blowing my mind. So all these kids are like technically your your siblings. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) So and this sister is five months older than I am. Super sweet. I actually like her. Yeah. I really like her. But like when we would when we finally like met each other when we're much older, people would be like, Your sister and you're the same age, but not twins. So weird. (laughs) (laughs) We look nothing alike and very strange. (laughs) So anyway, the affair continues, but it's found out. And for some reason, Jim converts my mom <laughs> to the LDS church. 
Okay, yeah, so this I whole know. time he's been he's been this Mormon man who's been cheating on his wife who's had the nine children and then he converts your mother who was his secretary to Mormonism. Yes. <laughs> and this all happened in the South. No, this so this actually happened in Pennsylvania. This is where they wow. at that time anyway, but they move around. <laughs> because maybe because so well, actually, so they're still in Pennsylvania at this time. My mom gets pregnant again. Um, oh. My brother, my brother is 13 months younger than I am. So they have oh. another baby. And all this time, I think he's telling his wife, like, I'm, you know, I'm not seeing her anymore. But I don't know if my mom is probably still his secretary at the time. Like, who knows? I, I don't know. Wow. We're going, like, we're going to church now. In fact, Gigi, his wife. <clears throat> told me when I met her 20 years later, I remember holding you. <laughs> oh, my word. I remember holding you while your mom and Jim were in talking to the bishop. Like, <gasps> what? what? Oh, I my know. God. <laughs> oh, no. So they're like, okay, we need a fresh start. Like, we're going to, I don't know what their plan was or I, Gigi is actually a very sweet woman I don't know like what their plan was for taking care of my brother and I in Pennsylvania but they were moving they're having we're like we're having a fresh start we're going to Kansas City but Jim secretly brings my mom and me and my older brother from her first marriage and my brother who's 13 months younger than I am all also to Kansas City oh so like <laughs> were you in like a separate apartment yeah, we had like two different houses. Um, they were in, oh my they God. Were in Kansas City, Missouri, and we were in Kansas City, Kansas. So, I mean, I don't know if you know those towns, but they're right. Yeah, they're right by each other. Yeah. And it's so like, getting, like your dad being very much like almost having two wives kind of vibes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's trying exactly. to force the sister wives thing. That's what I think. I feel like he was trying to. I feel like she, he was trying to, you know, be a polygamist or like a modern day polygamist, but yeah. the wives like weren't willing participants. <laughs> yeah. They didn't realize they were both. <laughs> I, but I feel like they did. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on. You're not stupid. Probably put it thing. together. Yeah. And I, and like I said, I think he's just very charismatic and they were just like, let's see who's going to win. Whoa. <laughs> so oh. like side story, my mom had left, you know, she had left her first husband and she goes, she takes um, her, my older brother, her son from her first marriage to Kansas City, and his father sends a federal marshal and just comes and like basically rips him out of my mom's arms Whoa. and takes him back to Pennsylvania. It was like very traumatic because you can't just take a kid out of state without their parents' permission. Right, so, right. Super, she's super scarred <laughs> for life by that. Um, so anyway, Jim is maintaining these two ha households. And also he hated my older brother because it was like a reminder of my mom's first marriage. Oh, right. So he oh, can't leave sorry. Gigi. What, what did Jim do? Because like he's. he's great helping. question. I've always wondered that. <laughs> I know <laughs> he's like, a, I, I feel like my mom told me he's like a medical device salesman, which is basically you just have to be like pretty, I think. <laughs> okay. yeah. Charismatic. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I, I remember that money was a struggle with all of these kids and these two houses. Um, so at some point, um, the their house, Gigi and the kids, the house was set on fire for insurance money. Oh! Literally oh. a lifetime movie. I'm dying. I, I can't 
I have said that my whole life. Like, this is a life. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, uh, fresh start again. We all moved to Chicago. The the two households moved to Chicago secretly. Two different suburbs of Chicago. (laughs) How does one maintain, like, how does one have the energy to maintain this? I I think he was a very virile man. Let's just say that. Oh, okay. Because... uh, My mom gets pregnant again. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. I know. It's, it's, it's like 1982. My mom's working. Um, she's a secretary for someone else. And she said that he was always like jealous. Like, are you, are you sleeping with your boss? And she's like, how the hell would I have time for that? <laughs> right. I'm using these kids on my own. Um, P.S. We're still going to church and stuff because she finds that they're very helpful people. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Groceries and stuff like that. And they're, mm-hmm. you know, Mormons, they're super fucking nice until they're not. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, then their house burns down again. Oh, oh okay. I'm I feel like I'm listening to a true crime podcast like I'm forgetting I'm recording right now this is I am I know it's only 1983 girls we're not even (laughs) (laughs) Christ's sake um anyway so maybe for insurance money who knows and we can't and what I remember one of my sisters telling me is that like everybody was supposed to be like at young men young women's that night and yada 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 and his Mm -hmm. wife was like relief society president but one of the kids decided to stay home so it was actually way riskier than it was supposed to be that night (gasps) oh so the kid could die oh my word whoa so funny from insurance Company I assume. I mean, are they stupid? I don't know, but he's like I said, he's smooth. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be. Oh, Seems like it. Yeah. 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 So, um, GD discovers that we are there in in Illinois, in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and and pregnant again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um. They, so this is what the older kids have told me. So remember right now, her kids are ranging from 15 to five. Oh, wow. And we, and we are five, four, and my youngest brother is due. Okay. <laughs> so they sit the kids down and proceed to tell them, your dad has this other woman. You have these siblings. We just feel like you all should know. I don't know why. Whoa. Um, that's so young. Yeah. It's very young, and how fucked up are these kids, man? Right? I wouldn't be able to comprehend that, I don't think, at that age. Oh, I would neither. And what do you think of your father, then? Right. So they tell them just, like, bare bare minimum. Like, your father's done these things, but now he's repenting. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. actually, I'm not even sure they knew my mom was pregnant at that point. I think they just thought, it's over, because my brother and I were five and four. Like, it's, it's happened, and now it's over, and... But, <laughs> little did so, they know there's another one on the way <laughs> exactly um so my mom so so then around january my brother was born in may but about around january my mom can't get a hold of jim and um he's been unreachable for a few days she's pretty crafty though she just she's my mom's a crafty lady and uh, <laughs> she calls his work and his work i mean they just overshare i guess and they say oh he'll be out for a week um 
and my mom's like, oh, I need, I'm, I'm um, the nanny and I can't find the name of his hotel or the number <gasps> for his hotel. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> so she calls the house then and the nanny answers and she said, this is his secretary and I've misplaced the number of his hotel. And the nanny's like, oh, the one in Hawaii? He's <gasps> with his wife. <laughs> let, let me give you that number. She is crafty. <laughs> super crafty. And at this point, super pissed. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. she's like how thing. many months pregnant at this point? And he's off in Hawaii. And he's telling her this whole time that he's trying to leave. Uh, so, I mean, he's obviously not trying to leave. He's in Hawaii. With her, yeah, he's so. taking her on vacations to Hawaii. That doesn't sound much like you're trying to no. leave. No. Um, so she calls the hotel. And um, Gigi answers, <gasps> and uh, my mom is just lets her have it. She just tells her everything. She's like, "I'm still here in Chicago. I'm very pregnant. I'm just a couple miles from your house." And Gigi's like, "Well, we're trying to repair our marriage, and you're just getting in the way." Okay, um, you're just getting yeah. in the way with your pregnancy. <laughs> you're yeah. You're driven. Yeah. Ugh. So she's, I mean, obviously my mom's livid and he's probably feeling like he, for the first time, he cannot control the situation because he's off in Hawaii. Yeah. So my mom um, calls her, my cousin, her adult nephew to come and retrieve her heavily pregnant ass and two toddlers from Chicago. But what she does first is she loads up the car that Jim has given her with any and all memorabilia from their relationship and like, oh, it's dirty. So she takes all of it, pictures and everything, and drives it to his home, parks it in his driveway. Oh. Yeah. Where all of his teenagers are and leaves it unlocked. Oh. So, yeah. So all the teenagers just go through it, see everything, figure it all out. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, that's kind of low. I've always felt like that. Um. And uh, so anyway, we go back to Pennsylvania. He, he comes to get us. And I remember this trip very vividly, even though I'm like five, maybe I'm four, I can't remember. And um, I want, I like, I want my mom to comfort me, but she is like, you know, a fucking mess. Yeah. And I yeah. got I have my little, my little brother there and she's like super pregnant, of course. And I have my little brother there and I feel like I need to protect him because he's like, this is like thirty session, sorry. <laughs> He's like thirteen months younger younger than me, and I just feel like I gotta take care of this kid, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we go back to Pennsylvania. My mom doesn't come from like a well-off family or anything, but they're super supportive, and she starts going to the church because you know she's having a baby brother, and yeah, very helpful. The women very much surround her and support her. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. I mean, they, that's what they do best I think <laughs> and then well, so after she <laughs> it's also like they kind of do that when people are vulnerable you know they're good at sort of like oh. love bombing and stuff and then you like get sucked in <laughs> that's exactly it like yeah. I, I probably I won't well I might get to it but when I joined the church I was at a very low point mm. so um so anyway so she attends sporadically after she has um, my baby brother and as a single mother, they still bring her food and stuff like that. But my mom, I don't think she ever believed. I really don't. She's just not that kind of person. Oh yeah. Um, she's pretty vapid. 
<laughs> like she's just very but anyway so it's hard to feel like she belongs as well she always said this to me she's like this, the church is not a place for a single woman it's just not right um she meets with the bishop weekly to try to like process what happened with jim mm -hmm. and and why he would bring her into the church so um a, a turning point is this one testimony meeting the bishop's wife stood up and talked about how difficult it was for her to handle her husband being gone many nights a week and how hard it was for her to see him meeting with attractive single women what and yeah she said this like it's a testimony meeting. so she says it to everyone and my mom's like the only single woman in the war oh and okay that just like oh that burned my mom and just she never went back yeah because i mean I, my mom she's like i'm she's like i have three small children and i'm just struggling so hard and this woman's like stop coming on to my husband <laughs> like she's like I'm uh, just your old fat she's like your ugly fat husband like i just want help you know? i just need help raising my kids and this is what i'm told i'm supposed to do yes to go to the bishop okay but also it's like both the women like Gigi and this woman woman like blaming the other woman first before the actual yeah. guy like yeah yeah not, that's so true like, classic it's classic, yeah, classic. Exactly. it's not the man's fault it's the woman that was in need and possibly vulnerable it's her yeah. fault yeah <laughs> playing like tug of war of this piece of shit mm-hmm Okay, so then skip ahead. I we never went back to church. I don't have any memories of church at all. I didn't grow up in the church at all. And also Pennsylvania is just not it's like anywhere else kind of back east and in the south. There's just not a lot of Mormons. So I didn't yeah. know any Mormons. Um so I'm like it's nineteen ninety one, I'm like eleven and um I have this uh it's like he, Jim, and like the Mormons have taken on this sort of like romantic mythology in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know anything about them. I just, I, I sort of fantasize that he must be this great dad who's going to come save me someday. Because my mom like remarried this dick. And uh, uh, I have uh, no photos of my childhood. Like no, I've never seen my birth certificate because she left everything in that car. Oh, and, wow. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Um, so my mom's remarried, like I said, and I don't like him, but he's well off. So my mom just stays there uh, and stays with him. So I had to do this autobiography for like a seventh grade project. Mm -hmm. And I laid it out what I thought the facts were, you know what I mean? Like here's right. a real father and stuff like that. And my mom was just like, she cried when she read it. Cause she's like, it's all about her. Whatever. And so then she decides to tell me the truth um, because what I had known was that I just thought she was married to him and it didn't work out and she left. Right. That's what I, you know, I didn't remember anything, mm. but she told me, oh, he was a cheater. She was a victim of him, of course. Um, but then she said, told me they were never married and that I had nine older siblings. <laughs> and You're just uh, like, what? <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. And uh, sisters. And I, I mean, I had three stepbrothers and, and three real brothers and I'd never have sister I had never had sisters so I was like I had five sisters like to me I'm like what and yeah, I wow five months older than I am and I was just I wanted to know them I wanted to know him um but I mean she was just like obviously he doesn't care about you because he never comes around he never calls he doesn't send money or for you and your brothers and oh god it was just not it was it was mm. just a, and, and I'm 11 so it's just not a great oh yeah um, that's so hard that's so hard yeah um so and then like 1998 I just finished my first year of college and I'm in like D we're skipping ahead here because I'm in DC <laughs> for an internship 
and the internet's kind of new, kind of a new toy. And so I track him down. <gasps> oh my God. I just got like goosebumps. <laughs> and I'm also just imagining like, cause I remember internet in 1998 where it's like the dial up and I bet the oh, yeah. was like, Oh, is this him? But you got to wait for the page to load like bar by bar. Oh yeah. It's like, <laughs> a, a lot of anticipation. Patient. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think I started just by calling 411. Oh, right. I, the last thing I knew was in Chicago, right? So I call 411 and um, I get the home of, you know, his, him. And it turns out um, one of his sons has his name as well. So I call and I say, I'm looking for Jim. And he's like, well, this is Jim, but I think you're probably looking for my father. <laughs> Turns out a lot of debt collectors were always calling. So um, he said he, he doesn't live here. He lives in North Carolina, which is where they were originally from. So um, I was like, okay. And I hung up and then I'm like, I, I, I need to, I need to talk to him. This guy's my brother. <laughs> I'm like shaking. Yeah. And so I call back and I'm like, okay. Um, I said, I, I just called and this might sound weird, but I think I'm your sister. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, oh, oh. <laughs> like, what? And he's like, hey, yeah, you guys live in like Pennsylvania, right? And he's like, um, oh. yeah, there's the two boys, two, yeah, two boys and a girl. I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> How like, bizarre yeah, that like know. she knew that you existed and you hadn't known. I mean, you, I mean, I ah, my brain, it hurts. I know. <laughs> He had just gotten his, off his mission like a week earlier. Oh, he was like, <laughs> like fresh, so fresh, a little <laughs> fresh, and like yes, and just super talkative. Are you guys members of the church? I said, members of what church? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so, of course, uh, only a missionary of course, an in situation. Yeah, <laughs> course, right. For, first, yeah. Oh, believe me. It was fresh. It was like, and I love how it's always, are you a member of the church? And any other person would be like, what church? But to Mormons, it's like, oh, it's just the church. It's like the staggering arrogance of them. Yes. The church, a church, the Mormon church, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, he calls, he calls Jim and Jim calls me and he, he's like, I've been, he's this, I can't. But it's a southern accent thing, but he just is so thick with it. And he's like, (laughs) I've loved you your whole life. And, you know, I was just talking to your grandpa to keep track. I said, my grandpa's been dead for eight years. And I'm very, like, East Coast girl, like, Uh I'm not putting up with your bullshit. And (laughs) so anyway, Uh um, it turns out that weekend that most of my siblings and he will be in, uh, North Carolina and I'm in Virginia. So it's not, it's just like a five or six hour drive. Oh. So, um, my brother Jim comes and picks me up and takes me down there. Whoa. This drive is like insane. Okay. okay. Just hold your breath. Put your shoulder on. <laughs> I got my seatbelt. Click. <laughs> he has a new wife and three more daughters. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, this man needs to keep it in his bed. No, <laughs> that shit up. I know. There are ways to prevent this, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he knew that. 
I feel like I felt like in my head, I'm like, he's Johnny Appleseed, just going all over the country. Yeah. Spreading his seed all over. <laughs> yeah, it's just, and I grew up, like I said, very East Coast and just not trusting men. I just mm-hmm. don't. So, like, when he's, you know, trying to talk to me, trying to tell me how much he loved me, I just look at him like, what? Like, show me one example of that, mister. Right. Yeah, like, actually, how? Also, if he loved you, as like he's saying, then why did he never reach out? Why did he not make contact? Like, it took you making the first attempt for any yeah. of this to happen. Yeah, I smell bullshit. It's like, Absolutely. come on, you can I say think... that as much as you want, but your actions prove otherwise. So. Exactly. I would say it probably, from in my mind, I always thought it came down to money. Because he knows he can't. He can't afford to support the kids he has. has oh, alone. right, right. Three more little ones and, and me. And my brothers are still under 18 at this point. Oh, it's right. Like, oh. I mean, they could. Oh, God, anyway. So uh, my parents, I had gone down secretly. I didn't tell my parents where I was going. Because they would have been like, I don't know. Like, they right. hate him. He, his, his name is a bad word in my house. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was like, I, you know, I'm old enough and I have a right to do this. And anyway, they're like livid with me. And they were like, you have to come home. You're disowned if you don't get home. Like, it's, it's bad. it was bad. It was really bad. So um, I go home and I go back to college and basically like uh, they're like refusing to pay my university bill. And I'm like, I'm just like burnt out. I just start drinking all the time. I cannot. I need a therapist. Like this whole thing is just fucked up you know yeah meeting all those peoples and meeting my people and my father and like just it's crazy um 1999 I I just drank my way through that that semester (laughs) right after meeting them all because I was just a mess I mean just Mm -hmm. such a mess so um I go I I I go home and um back to Pennsylvania and it's just bad it's all just really bad because we've never really dealt with the situation with me and my parents and me wanting to know him. And, um, my siblings, my new siblings are, they're super sweet, but I mean, they're always calling me and they want me to come to Salt Lake. Uh Oh, and of course they do. do. Yeah. So I go out there and like for a visit, um, against my parents' wishes, I did it secretly again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was a little sneaky. And um, <laughs> anyway, I go out there and they're just like, they hit it hard with the gospel stuff. And Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm at such a low point and I really just kind of want to belong. My family's like rejected me. Right. And, yeah. You just um, want to belong somewhere and learn I mean, about these people who are your family, right? You want to feel loved. Yeah. At this point, I'm 19 years old and I have like no support I mm-hmm. you know at this point like left school so anyway, I went back to Pennsylvania and um my mom was like she she knew I was at a low point too just because of, you know just leaving school and drinking and stuff so she took me actually took me to the church that I had gone to and I was a baby in Pennsylvania mm. and uh, I got baptized <laughs> oh my god so you were just like did you just decide that quickly that you just wanted to get baptized and join I, the church? I, mean, I had these super sweet sister missionaries and um, I had met a guy was my future husband, actually. Oh, there and, you go. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> but it was, I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot of 
toxic culture, but they were like, these sister missionaries became like my only friends at that point. It was very, very Uh strange. Uh So I moved, um, I moved to um, Salt Lake then and met my future husband and stuff. But I mean, I I didn't marry him right away. I started like dating and I was working at this magazine because I'm a writer and I was in school for journalism and stuff. And uh, so it, it, uh, some shit went down. So then um, my, um, Jim, my biological father, he was re- reaching out to me on a pretty regular basis, but he he was going through a divorce mm. um, oh. from, from the wife he was with. <laughs> wife number two, right? This wife, well, yeah, because he never married my wife, but yeah, you know, exactly. woman, num- woman, woman number, woman number three. three, yeah, woman yeah, three. okay, yeah, and she uh, she called no, so one of my older sisters called me and said he needs like a character reference. <laughs> oh boy! This is just <laughs> linger on that for a second. It's a character reference for custody, and I'm like, what? what? Okay. And they're reaching out to person. you for this? Yeah, I I don't. You know what? I'm pretty sure I'm not the one. And I, I don't hate the man, but I don't feel like I'm really the person to do that. For you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. A bunch of other kids, maybe you could ask, but I don't yeah. know. how many at this point? Like fifteen. Yeah, so 15 total. And you know what's oh. funny is if you ever say that to the uh, the other kids, they're always like, 15, that we know of. They always say that. Oh, I so, mean. Because who knows? That's a good point. <laughs> but his, wow. so his wife is like, she's calling me and she's like, he's having an affair with the girl dance teacher. And, <laughs> sorry, I have to do the <laughs> I love it. I mean, but, but to be calling me and like you know bad mouthing this man that I just met but I'm trying to like kind of build a relationship with. it was just bad this anyway. is insane drama like why the hell would they call you I'm just like what the hell <laughs> this is so weird yeah. <laughs> well so like a month later she dies in a car accident <gasps> holy yeah. shit Amanda I've, I've always been kind of suspicious about her Listen, I, I'm thinking about these fires yep. and all this shit, mm-hmm. and I'm also like, this feels like a true crime episode. Just it plan. certainly does. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, uh, so then he, then he has to fight for custody um, because the girls, his three youngest, um, their grandma wants custody of them, and anyway, they, they that's a whole thing. But because um, they're like accusing him of stuff and. Say what you will. I'm pretty sure he's not a molester, but <laughs> you know they're all they're all saying these things because they're just trying to fight for custody. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but he starts writing like these ridiculous like missives. You know what I mean? Like these like big. He goes back to church because when I met him, he wasn't in church, right? Oh. He goes back to church and he starts writing these like diatribes about how like he has always felt Jesus in his life. And, <laughs> like, he's, like any every through through I mean he literally I could I I still I saved him in my emails he's he's he um, died a few years ago but like I saved him in the emails because they're just so I mean the what is what what am I trying to say how arrogant he is and how he feels like so close to the Lord and like he just feels like he said the hand of Jesus has been in every single thing he did. And I'm like, really? When you were like banging my mom on a desk? Oh, okay. <laughs> you were, you were yeah. feeling the Lord. That's a little grandiose there, right? That's, that was the word I was looking for. He's very grandiose. Oh. oh my God. Yeah. 
so yeah, he got, um, he had cancer, um, melanoma. This man loved the beach. Like he loved to be, and he just was very vain about how good looking he was. And he did make some good looking kids. I'm pretty adorable. (laughs) (laughs) That's the good that came out of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, he got really sick and he had cancer for years and years. And, um, I saw him a few times and stuff like that, but it was all just, it was always about, it was always about him for one thing. And he was always really creepily interested in my mom, like always asking my mom's really pretty. And he was always like, she was, she had nightmares about him. She said she still does because she said, she always said that he had this like control over her that she, she she was always drawn to him. She kept trying to get away and after my brother, my youngest brother was born, he came to see her in Pennsylvania. He's actually never met. He never met my brother. Wow. Um, because she was still pregnant when she left. Mm-hmm. So he, she's like, he, you know, he knew he existed, but he was just there to bang me. Like, he just didn't, it was right. all about their, their ridiculous attraction. And there is yeah. definitely a power imbalance there because she was his employee and oh. he kept telling her that he was going to get divorced and then didn't and was stringing her along and oh I, I can't oh, oh. the psychological damage <laughs> I forgot the the just icing on the cake Gigi remarried him oh no. for fuck's sake what Gigi remarried him stayed with him they until the day he died Gigi and uh, yeah I think I'm trying to remember I think they remarried back in like 2010 and all of the kids were there like at the temple and stuff this is um, wild to me that it's just like he can do all of this and then it's just like, oh, yeah, sure. You can go to the temple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Garden. for sure. He had to be like, I think he was excommunicated twice and that's like the limit. And I mean, he oh, I mean, there were other things he did. Like, you remember how I told you <laughs> that my brother has the same name as him? He would use my brother's credit and stuff oh. like that. Like he was just. No, this is in, this no. is wild. Yeah. Listen, live time. If you were ever listening on this podcast, please make this into a movie or a series, please. I know. I know we're writers, so everybody's like, you have got to write this book. I'm like, I know. Uh-huh. And Gigi actually just wrote a book, but she's like really society present. So I'm sure it's like all from spiritual acts. Oh, gross. <laughs> no, we need the book to happen from you. Okay. Yeah, we need the Amanda book. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, that's the whole origin story. That doesn't even. I would have to have another episode to tell you about my Mormon story. Oh, Christ. <laughs> that is so fascinating. So you um, so you became a member when you were 19. And then how long did you stay a member until you left again? I left in 2018. <laughs> oh, yeah. like four yeah, years ago. I, was, I had to catch myself yeah. with math. Yeah. Where, I was I was endowed and I did all that crazy shit and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my mind around around the whole thing. Like it's so interesting and it's like fascinating that it all came from this like Mormon background and how he kind of sucked all these people into Mormonism through everything he was doing yeah. and how the women he was manipulating. Say, <laughs> oh, yeah, for, for the draw for me, I think was the whole family aspect because I just had this shit family, and I really just my ex husband had a family that I really wanted to be part of, you know what I mean? I think that was, yeah, and, yeah. and that turned out to be the reason I joined in the first place because I wanted to be part of this family. I think Mormons draw you in with that, 
yeah. that, like, come and be into this insular community, and we will take you in and take care of you. And, and they're really good at putting on that show of, like, they seem super nice, like, almost all of them at first, right? And then you, like oh, you yeah. said, until they're not. And some of them are always nice, but that's few and far between. And then you realize oh, what yeah. you've actually signed up for and what you claim to actually believe and what you're giving your money to, and you're like, shit. Uh, what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> just got brainwashing element. <laughs> just got wrangled into a cult because these people were nice to you when you were at the lowest point of your life. Yep, I was yeah. gonna say it's always at your most vulnerable, and they're like mm-hmm. love bombing, and they're there with you every step of the way until you convert. Yep, and then they're like, I remember. Oh. I had met a friend at church. I mean, I was just an investigator then. And I just told her, I was like, I really love, like, I only really love yellow jelly beans. And I'm not kidding. The next day on my porch, a bag of only yellow jelly beans. It's almost creepy. (laughs) What? Oh, my word. Yeah. The the love bombing, it's real. It's real, you guys. My my husband is. That could be a chapter in your book, the yellow jelly beans. Just yellow. That could be the name of the (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My my husband now, I'm remarried, and he's... um, He's from Scotland. He's British, and he well, he's an atheist, obviously, because Ooh, he's not dumb. And, I'm like you two have that in common. And I love it. And it, he is just like you are in a cult, and like I feel like I just told him things a little bit slowly because I was like, please don't think I'm a fucking idiot for being part of this. But when I tell him things, and oh my god, I try not to tell his parents things because they just look at me like I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, but he, yeah. Yeah, my in-laws do the same they're like we watch keep sweet and um <gasps> oh, God, yeah. we watch that together my in-laws were just like no you really thought that yeah. way and I was like yeah yeah I did because yeah. <laughs> like other people find it entertaining if they just look at you like you are nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah did my son marry well? I hope so. I hope this yeah. talk could come back. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm already, like, too loud for them. <laughs> it's like, I remember being a Mormon, and I would see documentaries about people who joined cults, especially people who joined cults when they were a little bit older, and I would be like, oh, why would they do that? Little did I know I was in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I could kind of feel like I had a little bit of perspective because I remember people like we would talk in church about like Scientologists and they're like, those people are crazy. And I'd be like, yeah, but you know what? Like, I feel like people look at us and think we're crazy. So I'm trying to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely did that with Scientology or any, or like Jehovah Witness or evangelicals, all of that. I was like, God, they're just so batshit. Like that is (laughs) mental. (laughs) Here I am over here. Praying and chanting with my hands up and down. Oh God, hear the the words coming out of my mouth and thinking that's normal. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just randomly texted uh, a friend of mine the stuff you say like at the curtain. I was like marrow in the bones and strength in the sinews, and she was like, "Why are you?" (laughs) She's like, "You're scaring me." I was just like, I can't believe I said that weird shit. Ah. You guys, this reminds me. I'm sorry, this is a little off topic, but this reminds me. I was I was just minding my own business. I was going to the library the other day and I was walking into the library and I have no idea why, 
in my head, I started to sing the song like to the tune, like to the rhythm of my steps. I started singing, I belong to the church of Jesus oh. Christ. Oh, wow. I was like, I was mortified. I was like, where did that come from? Why is that in my head? But I was like, oh, yeah. I was in a cult. That's why <laughs> it just pops oh, up every now and then. Yeah. Oh, I no. It's, it's not good. I told actually the same friend I said to her, sometimes I miss being able to blame things on Satan. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just had a bad thought. Ah, that's awesome. Well, that was just Satan. That wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or when you're like in a really bitchy mood, sometimes I'm like, oh man, I used to blame that on having like too much Satan influence or watching naughty things and it just influenced me. And now I'm like, no, that's just me. That's just, just, my just a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just bitch. Just in a bitchy mood today. Evil Satan robot bitches. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, oh my God. Amanda, like, I just feel like we could keep talking. Obviously, like that was just not even the tip of the iceberg because we didn't even get your story and full and why you left and all that. But that just means I think you might have to come back and yes, tell us more. Part two. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. It has to do honestly a lot with gay kids. I have gay kids and I was like, nope. Oh. oh, I'm so that's glad you got crazy. them out. Yeah. Cause that's so damaging for sure. Oh. So part two needs to happen. You need to write a book. Yes. And it needs to turn into a movie or a series. And that mm-hmm. needs to happen now. Mm-hmm. Oh, show. Sure. <laughs> oh, under the under the banner of gayness or something cool. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> love it. <laughs> All right, listeners. Well, that'll wrap it up for this week's episode. But thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back. Thanks, Amanda. Thank Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for having me. <laughs>